Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. We create emotional defenses to protect ourselves beginning at a very early age, and some of them become rather reflexive, something we do without much thought every time we think we're hurt. However, being overly defensive can have really negative consequences, and today we're talking about it. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and settle in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around. With decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them, Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Leslin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, ready for the next in this series. I'm so excited. I've heard from people who are telling us that their communication podcasts are helping them. Yeah, that's always good to have people uh, listen to our advice and suggestions. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, just the idea that the world might be a better place to be because <laughs> people are learning yeah. how to talk about how they feel and, and have better communication. So today it's about defensiveness. And being defensive is usually not an optimal way of responding. No. No. Um, when we get defensive it tends to escalate the issue. And like we talked about last week, some of the best ways to handle that is to learn how to recognize when you're getting defensive and then learn to step out. Okay, so at a very basic level, what do you, what is being defensive? Well, being defensive is about self-preservation. It's about um, attacking back. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So when we are being defensive, usually we're saying, nope, that's not me, or you're wrong. Right. And I'm trying to, I feel like I need to fight back to protect myself. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about some of the tips and tricks so that we can avoid being defensive. Great. So the very first thing is to really understand when you get defensive. What does it feel right. like in your body? What is your instinct? Remember I said that Often these are instinctual things that we learn in childhood and we really don't pay attention to them for too long. Yeah. You know, the think about the the dog that gets kicked over and over again. Well, the dog stops doing the things that they need to do to get kicked, right? Right. right. Um or they learn to become extremely aggressive and everybody who reaches out gets bit. Right. I think we have to learn what our defensive reactions are. Sometimes it's shutting down. Yep. Sometimes it's lashing out. Yep. Sometimes it's becoming passive aggressive, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we have to really learn what we do so that we can shift our behavior in that way. Yeah, because it, it seems like when we get defensive, we we leave what our normal communication style is and we adopt a new one. Yes, a worse one. Typically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right. I think it's, it's, that's exactly when we go into those kind of dysfunctional patterns. Yeah. 
And we need to realize that at any given moment, most of us Mm -hmm. are just doing the best we can based on what we know in that particular moment. That's right. Nobody really sets out to be an asshole. Right. You know? It's true. I mean, I totally do not wake up in the morning and say, let me try to be a bitch later on today. Right. But in the at the end of the day, if I get upset or defensive, I may just turn on my bitch. Yeah, yeah. And that's not going to be effective. Right. No, definitely not. But that's, that's another one of those things that's really hard in the heat of the moment when you're hurt. Yeah. You know, you don't want to... You don't want to give grace to another person and say, well, they didn't mean to, you know, do that to me. Or, But learning to do that, it really yeah. isn't as hard as you think it is. To And maybe there's this element of being able to, the minute you feel defensive, when you take that break that we talked about, yeah, being able to sit back and, and in that little break that you take and say, okay, what's really going on here? Yeah. Uh, I'm... I'm feeling all kinds of ways about this. Why do I feel that? What triggered you to feeling that way? Right. So first is to say, what what do I feel? Is this defense? The second thing is, why do I feel defensive? I want to encourage us to get really, really uh, curious Mm -hmm. about why I feel this way. More often than not, the the reason that we're feeling this way has nothing to do with the present moment. Yeah, totally. It has a lot to do with what we were afraid of or what we were defending ourselves from. It could, old wounds that old, haven't healed. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, they could be wounds that are scars. Yeah. But now we're poking. And, you know, some scars stay tender for a long, long time. Right. Right. But if if I'm talking to you and unknowingly you poke a scar that's related to something that happened 15 years ago, yeah. how does it help our communication if I react to that old scar? Yeah. I, I have a great example of this. So um, I was a little over, gosh, a, almost a year and a half ago, I was looking to purchase a copier. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after Harlan had passed away and I was looking to get my own copier. And so I had a lot of sales reps from different companies come out and talk to me and I knew pretty well what I wanted already. I'd had experience and, um, you know, I've owned, I'd owned my business at that time for several years. And, um, some guy said to me, he, he went over everything with me and he said, okay, well, um, why don't you take this information and go home and see what your husband thinks about it and get back to me. (laughs) And what this poor sap didn't know is that that is a a very tender scar for me. Um, My husband is a business professor and on more than a handful of occasions, I would say, people have assumed that because I do, I have an associate's degree, and he, you know, has a PhD in business that he is really the 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 brains behind the operation. And he doesn't have anything to do with my business. I mean, he's very supportive of me, but he makes no decisions and the all business that stuff. Is you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's me. It's mm-hmm. mine. Um and so this guy <laughs> telling me, assuming once again, that 
it, you needed a man that, to yes. help you make that yeah, decision. Yeah, because he had asked mm-hmm. me earlier what my husband did. He was like, oh, okay. Like he was cut, and I was like, okay, nope. He's he's just making this very harmless comment, but it was almost like, oh, I get it. This is just your little thing, and he's really running mm-hmm. it. And so when and I thought my husband knows nothing about copies. <laughs> he knows nothing about printing, nothing about mm-hmm. copiers at all. Um, and so that guy, I, he left and that got thrown in the trash and I never contacted him. So again. what was the, what was this little trigger exactly for you in that situation? Uh, well, the, the two, there was really two things. So okay. in the, in the first thing was, you know, oh, you know, we were just kind of small talk getting to know each other and you know, what did your husband do? Oh, he's a professor. Oh, where, you know, what does he teach? Oh, he teaches business. Oh, okay. And you so know, you it, felt it, what? I, I felt like he was saying that I wasn't smart enough or good enough or whatever enough mm-hmm. to run this business, that it was my husband who was doing it. And, and I was kind of just the worker bee. And why is that a trigger for you? Well, that's a trigger for me because I I feel that often. It, it is kind of, I had a very bad experience um, kind of trying to get a college degree, um, which is you know, a little more than messy, I would say. Mm-hmm. And and what I wound up with was a really great work experience at a company for seven years, which I, I often think of as my true college experience. And and then I got an online associate's degree from a community college. Mm-hmm. Um, so on paper, I don't look so great, um, especially compared to my husband, who is very highly educated and on paper looks wonderful. And so I have this tenderness about my own education and the irony is that I'm confronted with it quite often because because of my spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, academics are very into academics. <laughs> and so when, when we're out together often, you know, when, when I was just getting to know his colleagues and stuff, they would ask me. And it was always, I was always very embarrassed to bring it up because mm-hmm. it felt like a very, uh, an unequal match, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So all of that history... <laughs> went into right. that one experience goes into this one little thing of this guy oh okay and then here's the paper go take that home to your husband i mean that is all it took to trigger me into you know to poking this tender scar In- or wound and i was very defensive at that point yeah and so if we can kind of pull that together essentially what you're saying is that my embarrassment yes. is a wound yes yeah. and be- and the only reason that i was defensive about that is because I'm embarrassed about it yes and and feel um less than yeah 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 yeah. but it really is the embarrassment I'm embarrassed and so if you point at something that I'm embarrassed by I don't want you to see that so I'm going to get really defensive about it don't hold a magnifying glass up to that yeah Yeah. and that's that's true of absolutely anything that we don't feel confident about right Yes. yes somebody can and it can be our um, our body size, our wrinkles, our education, the car we drive, it can, our sexuality can be it can be anything. If we're embarrassed, yeah, then it's an opportunity for defensiveness. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to really uh, comment about the more confident you are about who you are and what you are and where you are yep. and how you are the less there is for people to to kind of poke in that regard. Right. You know, if I am perfectly okay with who I am, Mm -hmm. then you can say really anything you want about me. 
yeah. you know, if somebody came in and said, I don't really like blondes, I'm gonna say, well, then you might not like me. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a natural blonde and I will, I can't, I mean, I like the fact that I'm a natural blonde. It doesn't really upset me that somebody doesn't like it because I like it just fine. Right. 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 Yeah. If somebody comes in and says, I know a good thing is I have a particular preference to buying used cars. I like yes. used cars. I would prefer to buy something used. Mm -hmm. And when I buy a car, I keep it forever. I had a Suburban for 15 years. Yep. <laughs> that baby. <laughs> oh, man. And people would come in and they, I think we talked about this on Yes, I was, this just reminded me of that. Yep. Yeah, we, um, people would say, oh, how old is your car? And I'd be like, I'd proudly say, oh, it's, you know, 14 years old. And if they had a look in their face, I, I it probably, I probably would miss it. Yeah. Because it didn't matter to me. Because you were my, so happy about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I was ashamed of that. Yeah. I would have caught their look probably and attempted to. Like justify that. it. Yeah. yeah. Something mm -hmm. similar happened to me when a friend asked me why we, we had got a new vehicle recently. And I think I said, yeah, know, she asked me, well, why didn't you get a new one? And I said, mm -hmm. well, we cannot, you know, we can't afford a new one, which, mm -hmm. you know, affording is a relative term, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't, we didn't want a new one is mm -hmm. what it really boils That's down to. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> we have yeah. other things that we want more, but, um, I, it totally didn't bother me at all mm -hmm. because that just is what confident. it is. I was completely mm -hmm. confident in the decision. Yeah. 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 So when you feel defensive, get really, really curious about right. what allowed me to feel defensive in mm -hmm. this moment. If it's something that you're embarrassed about or if it's a behavior, sometimes I'll talk to clients, for example, somebody who grew up with an alcoholic father. Right. And maybe every time that father got drunk there was yelling and screaming. Mm -hmm. And now you've got somebody who's thinking about getting married and they're realizing that the, when their partner drinks, they're, all of a sudden, just the act of getting drunk generates right. all this fear right. that there's going to be yelling and screaming. And when we say that um, you need to be present it's really about saying, well, that was then, this is now, let me not transfer all that fear I had about that old situation right. onto this experience. Else. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, which is another tip, right? It's not personal most of the time. Yeah, yeah. When, I mean, people get grumpy. <laughs> and when we're constantly making the assumption that it has something to do with me, yeah. then we might get defensive because I don't want to be the cause of your grumpiness. Mm -hmm. If if you're grumpy and I assume it's me, I'm going to feel defensive because I didn't do anything. Right. 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 I didn't do it. What did I do? How many times have you said that? What yeah. did I do? Right. Um. <laughs> well, who the heck said it had anything to do with you? Yeah. Yeah. No? When I, and I have, you know, in my more clear moments when I was thinking back to that copier salesman, mm -hmm. You know, I thought, well, what if in his life, you know, his wife made a big purchase without consulting him. Mm -hmm. And all he was trying to do is make sure that both parties were involved. Mm -hmm. 
you know, he could have just been saying that to cover, you know, a hurt in his own life mm-hmm. or an experience that he had. It certainly wasn't personal. He had no idea that it was going to impact me the way that it did. Yeah. How could it have been personal <laughs> right. if he doesn't know you? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think that's so important. You know, the the person at the grocery store who treats you very curtly and you're like, geez, didn't I, did I have bad breath? Right. You know, well, why do we all think we're so special that everybody's mood has to do with them? Depends on us. That doesn't make any sense. So don't take it personally. Yeah. Uh, I, more often than not, when I'm working with couples or families, there's an assumption that when they say something, it has to do with us. And that's such an easy thing to say you can just ask and so that's the next tip is clarify yeah does this have anything to do with me are we okay right (laughs) right so many times if we would just ask very point blank you know instead of making these assumptions it would fix things can you add in a little angels hallelujah sound there when you say that (laughs) that's exactly what i'm hearing in my head right now um, because it, how simple would it be if we if we just clarified yeah. intent? You know, it, I would be okay with somebody saying, "Are you intentionally being bitchy to me right now?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if they said that, I would stop and go, "Oh, Ugh. no, sorry, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be a bitch. Sorry, <laughs> right. right? I'm just really frustrated with." thinking about this or my head is overwhelmed yeah. or whatever the case may be, right? It, we had terrible sleep last night. Yes. I mean, there's a million things it could be. Yes, yes, yes. It's so it's so important. You know, we don't we don't know what's happening in people's lives or in their heads unless we ask. We are not mind readers. Yeah. And when, you know, when you ask those questions to clarify, it causes you to pause for a minute, which is the next tip. Yes. And think, okay, all right, am I really, am I really trying to do that? Am I really trying to be that way? No. It gives you time to reflect. Yeah. And not even just you, but what is the other person's intent, right? Yeah. So we'll go back to that kind of point that let's say you and Dustin, you wake up in the morning you have a few minutes of cuddle time and you're thinking, oh, we really love each other. Right. Right. And then he comes home at the end of the day. <laughs> and if he jumps on you. Right. And you get defensive. Yeah. How much sense does that make? Because that guy that just jumped on you, that was the same person that was all lovey-dovey to you this morning. Right. And especially if you had no communication throughout the day, it, it should cause you to, to be curious and think, hmm, what could have happened between us seeing each other this morning and seeing each other right now that caused this shift in his behavior? Exactly. Does it have anything to do with you? Is right. it likely? Right. No. Probably not. No. 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 So if he's crabby, it's not, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And if you get curious and you're compassionate and you remember right. that this person loved you this morning, yeah. then you're very quick to say, hey, babe, what's going on? Yeah. Use those feeling words. How are you feeling? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That pause is so important. Yeah. All right. So next we have stop defending yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And again, if you have a high level of self-esteem, you're much less likely to be defensive. You know, going back to, I like blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I'm okay if somebody doesn't like blonde hair. Right. This, this will happen in the most mundane spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go out for Mexican food and nobody likes Mexican food. And I'm like, come on, you guys, why don't you ever do what I want to do? Or, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, then you guys go get Italian. I'm going to go get Mexican. You know, let's yeah. go to a food court. We can all get what we want. It's not a big deal. We don't have to make everything such a big deal. I, if you like who you are, where you are, then owning that, really owning it um, yeah. is is going to make more sense. You know, somebody I know downsized recently. Mm-hmm. And I we may even have talked about this before, but they they were tired of a, you know, a lot of yard work and a great big house. Their kids had moved out and they just wanted to be able to have some freedom on the weekends. Right. And so they bought a, a much smaller place in town where they could easily access a lot of the things that were available there. And one of their old neighbors stopped in and looked around and said, why do you even want to live here? (laughs) And on some level, I mean, the rudeness of that is overwhelming to me. Yeah. But I have to assume that that they didn't intend to be rude. Sure. You know, that maybe their preference wouldn't have been there to live there. But the person I know just said, are you kidding me? This is the best decision I've ever made. Right. You know, she didn't get defensive. She didn't right. feel, but she just said, are you kidding? This is exactly what we wanted to have happen. Yeah. It was just this confidence piece. She didn't defend herself because she was knew that's what she wanted. Right. right. And... There wasn't a confrontation, but I imagine if she'd had some reservations about that, maybe if she had felt like, ooh, maybe we should, yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't have done this. You know, this isn't as as fancy, maybe as where we were or whatnot. Um, she would have been defensive. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so next we have relax. Uh, which, you know, the more stressed we are, the more likely we are to respond quickly and inappropriately, um, which is just not going to lead you to where you want to be. Yeah. And isn't this really the crux of that? Like if Dustin had come home stressed, right? Mm -hmm. He wasn't maybe relaxed. Right. But if you can remember to relax when he comes home. (laughs) Yeah. Um, over the weekend, I was with a family member, and she was really struggling. And I thought, well, let's go to the movies. Yeah. You know, and so I bought tickets for a movie, and then we started talking, and all of a sudden we realized that, oh, my gosh, we only have, like, 15 minutes to get ready and get out of the house. Yeah. And 15 minutes was not... not It enough. wasn't enough for her. Yeah, I had already gotten ready, but it wasn't enough for her. And... It could have been, oh my gosh, how could, you know, you got to hurry, you got to do this, you got to, which would have elicited a lot of crap. And finally, I just relaxed. I just said, you know what? This time next year, this is not going to matter. That's right. I spend, I waste $15 on all kinds of other things, <laughs> right? Yeah. So let's just forget this. There's a later movie time at a different theater. Take your time. Right. 
We'll just get different movie tickets. Yeah. Essentially, I threw away $15, which, fortunately, knock on wood, I have to spend at the moment. Right. Now, I don't want to waste it, but I could have given that, that's two Starbucks drinks. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's, I just relax, just let it go. That's not going to matter a year from now. Yeah. And I, I think that is key because we were talking before we started recording today and we were trying to think of um, some examples that yeah. we wanted to bring up. And I was I was really trying hard and I thought, isn't this funny, Leslie? Because I, I know that I felt defensive many, many times over the last year, but I couldn't even think of one specific time in an, with enough detail to tell it on here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the copier thing happened well over a year ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that was a very big one. But very rarely are Do these they, things so big that they stick in your mind that you can recall later. them a year later. That's yeah, right. it's amazing. That's right. Um, and so isn't the... Isn't, it's so much fun, I think. I think, of course, I'm, I love behavior. But it's so much fun to sit back and realize that all this energy that we put yeah. out getting frustrated and angry and defensive a year from now, mm-hmm. we can't even remember it. Yeah. How many times, a countless number of times, I'll sit down with clients and I'll, with a couple and I'll say, so how did you do this week? And they say, well, we had a huge fight. Really? Tell me about it. Neither one of them can remember what it was about. And that only was a week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So it really must not have been that important. So if it wasn't that important, why do you think it was a huge fight? Yeah. And it it does feel so real in the Mm -hmm. moment. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not like you're just kidding yourself and you're not feeling... I mean, you're feeling what you're feeling. It's Mm -hmm. real. But just because it's real doesn't mean that it's so important that you're going to hang on to it. I'm serious about getting a hallelujah bell because that is such a major, major point. Our feelings are, they're there, they're real, but they do not always tell us the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. If I feel, if I'm feeling really insulted right now and I'm like, you're an asshole because you just insulted me. Right. That's not, yeah. I I might feel that way, but it doesn't make it true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we could even say, if I feel at fault for your mood, Mm -hmm. I may feel that way, but I am not at fault for your mood. So it doesn't make it true. And there's a fine line between accepting our intuition or paying attention to our intuition and, and that gut instinct, and then accepting that everything we feel isn't accurate. Right. So there's a fine line there. Yeah. So... I think it's a great idea to break here and allow this to be our discussion today. We're going to pick up this discussion next week where we'll continue to talk about defensive reactions and how to combat those. So for today, the try this at home is we're created a tip sheet. We're going to go ahead and put that on the website. It's Mm going to have all of the tips and we'll carry on that conversation next week. And remember that a lot of our defenses are habits that we have formed along the way. And in order to master them, you have to identify the habit, stay aware of when it activates, and then work to dismantle it. So print out the tip sheet and study it. Listen to our our podcast next week as well. And if you have some challenges, then make sure that you 
uh, connect with a professional if you need some help along the way. So that's it for our discussion today. We hope that you will share this with people that you communicate with. And as always, we're super excited that you took the time to listen. So we'll be having the second half of this conversation next week. We hope you'll join us. If you want to reach out to us, do you have any questions or comments, go to our website, trythisathomepodcast.com. There you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. And if you're so inclined, we love a rating or a review so that you can let other people know what you think. For now, this is Leslie and Leslin hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.